You're listening to episode 96, Sleeping with the Enemy, and the book of the week that's guiding this conversation is The War of Art, Break Through the Blocks and Win Your Inner Creative Battles by Stephen Pressfield. You're listening to an open book. I'm your host, Sarah Lynn. Each week, we'll open up at least one book that will expand your heart and your mind on topics covering life, love, and the pursuit of happiness. You'll also hear from special guests open up about their own journey to being happy on purpose and the challenges and beliefs they had to overcome to get there. If you're open to looking at the world in new ways, are okay with occasionally being triggered, and are ready to take your habits and decision-making off the default mode in order to become the creator, not the bystander of your life, you are in the right place, and I will see you on the inside. Most of us have two lives, the life we live and then the unlived life within us. Between the two stands the resistance, and the resistance is what we are getting into today. We are not talking about the Julia Robert movie, Sleeping with the Enemy, although I love her and I love that movie. We are talking about this concept that Stephen Pressfield, the author of The War of Art, talks about, and we could call it the resistance. It's also known as self-sabotage, your inner critic, maybe the little devil on your shoulder, whatever you want to call it. We're going to define it today um, based on some guidelines that Stephen gives us so that you know exactly what he's talking about. And I don't know a single person who doesn't have the resistance or haven't dealt with the resistance um, before. So I, a lot of times in these episodes, I'll say, if you've ever felt da-da-da-da-da <laughs> in this episode is applicable to every single person. And I'm going to tell you why in just a second. So we're we're going to run through what the heck is the resistance, what it might look like in your life so that you can identify it. And then we're going to get into the third part, which is how to combat this resistance so that we don't have to um, shove these amazing ideas and thoughts and feelings and things for our future down because of the resistance. And we can bring them to life. We can give birth to these awesome ideas, not just for ourselves, but for the good of the community, the world around us. And so I'm just going to read to you really quickly how he describes the resistance. And then you just kind of think about some of these and then more than likely, um, I guarantee everybody's dealing with this in, in one area of their life with one thing, but there, there might be a couple things. Um, I'm, I'm, I, I feel that there's a couple things in here that I got to deal with the resistance on. One of them is just recording this podcast each week. Um, I love it. I, I absolutely love it. Um, but there's always like, oh, well, you know, I'm not quite ready for this one, or why do I even do this to begin with? Or let me do the dishwasher. Let me load the dishwasher first. Let me do some laundry first. Let me go out for a run first. Let me do literally anything except sit down and then do this podcast. And that's why I'm always doing it last minute. So I got some work to do on that. I also have a meditation practice that I so want to start. Got it all laid out of how I'm going to do it. Got, got my, got my, um, my incense, got my little area where I would sit down and do it. Have I done it yet? No. No, I haven't. 
Um, resistance, right? So here's, here's some other examples. Steven says, have you ever brought home a treadmill and let it gather dust in the attic? Have you ever quit a diet or a yoga practice or a meditation practice? Oh, hello. Right here. Have you ever bailed on a call to embark upon a spiritual practice, dedicate yourself to a humanitarian calling, or commit your life to the service of others? Have you ever wanted to be a mother? or maybe a doctor, or an advocate for the weak and helpless. Maybe run for office, crusade for the planet, campaign for world peace, or preserve the environment. Late at night, have you experienced a vision of the person you might become, the work you could accomplish, the realized being you were meant to be? Are you a writer who doesn't write or a painter who doesn't paint? What about an entrepreneur who never starts a venture? Then you know what the resistance is. Ah, have you felt any of those? More than one of those? Probably a couple of those. Um, I definitely, I definitely have. You're not alone for sure. Um, so I think this is so important, especially um, as we do close out this year of 2020, um, and move into a new year where we, where we always set these goals. And then how often do we not actually implement them, start them or, or finish them. And a lot of it has to do with this thing called resistance with anything in our life. And so, you know, to, to start off the conversation, what, what the heck is this resistance? And really it's just any act that rejects immediate gratification in favor of long-term growth, health, or integrity. So training for a marathon, you're getting that immediate gratification if you let the resistance win of not having to maybe bundle up and go out and run in the cold or feel that uncomfortableness in your lungs and your legs, right? You, you don't have to deal with that. When you don't, when you don't do it, however, you miss out on the long-term benefits of the health benefits, the the self-confidence benefits, um, just the fact that you set a goal and you and you did it. That's just one example, um, but it's anything that keeps you, like I said in that that initial quote, from the life that you have right now to to being the person and doing the things you want to do in the future, and that that's that's your potential that you have the, the, the capability of, of doing and being, um, it's something that you cannot see, you cannot feel or smell or touch rather, but you can feel it and you definitely can feel it. Um, it's just, you know, anything that keeps you from doing what he calls the work, putting in the time, sitting down, even when you're not inspired, sitting down and doing the work. And while this, he talks about creative battles, this is any battle, literally any battle. He talks about being an artist and a writer and an actor and a dancer, but he also talks about business ideas, relationships, other things in your personal, um, and, and with it comes to like personal growth, spiritual growth. Um, so it really, <laughs> the resistance will get you in all different things. And I think the first step, it's, it, he does talk about it's always going to be something that you have to, to, to nip in the butt every day. Um, but the first step is just being aware of it. So that's why we're talking about what the heck it is. 
And then um, what's interesting about this, or maybe not so interesting, but just something to be aware of, is that the more important that call is or that tug is or the action that you need to take, the more important that is, the more resistance that you're going to feel. And it is. It's something that you're going to have to deal with every day. Um, there's that Ronda Rousey quote, and I'm going to botch it, but she says, you know, how, how, are, how are you so fearless? You're just so fearless. And she says, I'm always scared. Um, every time I step in the ring, I'm scared. But what I do have, so I don't have fearlessness, but what I do have is courage to face my fears. And so it's kind of what I thought of with this, needing to show up and face it every, every day. It's going to be there. And, um, it only kicks in though, when you're, when you're going from lower to higher. And so he used this kind of a funny example in the book to say like, you're never going to be out working for like, you know, I don't know at the time, like mother Teresa saving the world, feeding the hungry, right. To to leave and come come back home to be like assistant manager at Best Buy, right? If you decide to make that move, you're not going to run into any resistance. Your your ego, that resistance is just going to let you seamlessly make that decision. It's only when you're going from lower to higher that you're really going to experience that resistance. And um, it can be really dangerous and intense when you're getting to the end of whatever, wherever it is you're going, um, because it knows like, oh my gosh, she's about to get there. He's about to make it. We got (laughs) to throw a wrench in these plans. We got to turn this resistance level up. So to be aware that that is going to happen and we can call it self-sabotage, but it's not just self-sabotage. It can be sabotaged by others and by other people who love us because they are dealing with their own resistance. So it might be your mom, you know, loving you, wanting to keep you from getting hurt or being disappointed and giving you all these logical and rational reasons of why you shouldn't pursue the thing that you want to pursue that's been calling at you. Um, so yes, self-sabotage, but also, you know, keep, keep an eye out for how that might play out with others around you, especially those that really love and care about you the most. Um, and then what, what does this look like? So the second part of thinking about is this, it's like, okay, got an idea of what resistance is. Um, but what, how might it actually play out? And Stephen says, and I totally agree with this, I, I bet um, it's pretty accurate for you as well, pretty true for you as well, that the most common form of resistance is actually procrastination. And so what's so tricky about this one is that procrastination doesn't come out and say, oh, you're never going to accomplish this. You're never going to run a marathon. You're never going to start that business. You're never going to start your YouTube channel. You're never going to get out there and in the dating scene, back on the dating scene. No, it doesn't say that. It just says, oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're totally going to do it. Gotcha. You'll do it. But we'll start tomorrow. Let's start tomorrow, okay? And then what happens? We all know what, how that goes. So you got you to gotta watch out for tomorrow until you're ready, um, until you're good enough, until whatever happens, right? We have all these conditions of why we can't start, why we can't make the jump right now. Um, and that is a form of the resistance, that procrastination. 
And it might also look like trouble in your life or drama. Um, that is very true. And I have had to be very diligent, um, just being honest with you in my own life about cutting certain people out, um, managing how I feel about certain things in a, in a, in a more productive way. Cause I could get super dramatic, (laughs) just go off. I can go off the deep end. So I just have to, and I still do. I still do, but just, I'm in a better place with it. Um, and then, yeah, just we're just being more aware and conscious and intentional about what you do give your energy to, right? Because if you're given all your energy to this drama, to this trouble, to this situation that is happening that really doesn't deserve it or that keeps happening, um, it does. It makes it hard to have time to work on the things that are really are, are, are calling at you, are pulling at at your heart Um, because you're dealing, you're putting out fires, you're dealing with that drama. Um, It might also look like unhappiness. Maybe you're just, it just wants to keep you in a funk. Um, It might look like self-doubt. Are you the one to do this? Who are you to do this? You're not ready yet. You're not good enough. You'll never be good enough. Um, It might look like fear, um, which is really interesting. And I have, again, sharing these things with you just so you know that you're not alone. Um, but it could look like fear. And when you feel the fear, um, something to try and, and, um, take note of when you realize you're experiencing that feeling is to say, Oh, okay. I'm, I'm really scared right now. Or this seems really this, I have a lot of fear around this. However you talk to yourself, um, take note of that because that means it's important to you. Um, if you're paralyzed with fear, Stephen says in this book, that that's actually a, a great sign. That's such a good sign because so many of us feel lost and like we don't know what our path is. We don't know what our purpose, what's the meaning of life? Where do we go? It's like follow the fear because that means you care about that, that, that thing, that subject, that person, whatever it is. Um, so follow that, embrace the fear. What does it mean? It's a good, it can be a good sign. And then, you know, some of, so some of those might be, you might be like, yeah, okay. I probably already knew that. Um, but as I've read this book over and over and over, and this is one that I've probably read at least 15 times now, cover to cover. And then I will just pick up and flip through. Um, I get this book for all of my clients when we, when we do, um, our mentorship, um, because you're going to have resistance in getting visible. You're going to have resistance in writing something and pushing publish. You're going to have resistance around putting the camera on your face and snapping a photo and then posting it or, or hitting that live button, right? You're going to have resistance around even just starting. Like, who are you to do this? You're not qualified yet. You need another certification. You need more training, right? So that happens along the way. And this book has been so helpful for me. So so there's a special place in, in my heart for this book, but as I've read it over and over and over again, um, I always pick up something new. And some of the things that surprised me that I kind of skipped over the first time were, was that this resistance can also look like love. Like we talked about like the people that you love um, most in your life can be the ones that are sabotaging you, can be the resistance. It can also look like being rational and logical. 
you know, like, oh, it doesn't make sense to start right now. It doesn't make sense to ever start. It doesn't make sense to do this at all. It doesn't make sense with that person, that place. Why would you move there? Why would you do this? Why would you start that? Right? You can, you can rationalize it. And then um, it can also look like healing, which I was like, what are you talking about? And he said so many times we think like we have to do all this healing before we can move on, take the next step. When in reality, a lot of times the things that we're healing from are, are is the, um, the inspiration, the motivation, the, the, I don't know, the creative, uh, the creative place where the things that we want to do and be will come from because we've had those hard experiences. And a lot of times what, what he has seen is like we're in this culture of just, you know, healing, healing, healing. And while there is absolutely a place for that, and I hope you don't think that I'm suggesting that there is not, but I also can understand what he's talking about where, where he's saying, you know, heal, heal for sure. If that is actually something that needs to be done, you need to do that, then, then do it. But the place that you heal and the place where you're, you're, ideas come from are two separate places and the 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 place where your ideas are coming from are so deep down inside of you um that you you can go ahead and access them now you can do both at the same time you don't have to wait for anything and i always think about um I don't want to say always, but I've been thinking a lot this year about this quote that I read in Carl Lentz's book, Own the Moment, where he says, what are you waiting for that you don't have to wait for? And I think that that is, you know, goes along with a lot of these things. It's just like, what are you, what are you waiting for that you don't have to actually wait for, right? To, to do the thing, okay? Because otherwise, if you're waiting, it's most likely this resistance, so that's, we've covered, you know, what the heck is the resistance? We've covered what it might look like in your own life. And then the third part of this is how do you combat this resistance? Um, and he says the biggest thing to keep in mind is you have to show up like a pro. He actually has a book called Act Like a Pro or Be the Pro um, in this um, that he wrote shortly after the War of Art. And he says, you just have to, to combat the resistance. Really, all you have to do is just start. You have to A, start, and then you have to B, keep going. Like, that's it. So, you know, <laughs> if you want to get the book, I would highly recommend getting the book for yourself. If you um, have a team, if if you lead a team, if you are a coach or a consultant yourself and work with your own clients, this might be a great gift for them. So I'm going to, I'm going to highly, highly, highly recommend this book. But if you get, if you don't get the book and you don't get anything out of this podcast, except for like this two, two simple things, start, keep going. Right. And then he gives you like 15 ideas, <laughs> 15 ways to do that, but it, it can be as simple as that. He says, there is no, there's no mystery to this. Like there's no mystery. Okay. Most of the book, he just explained what the heck the resistant is so that we can identify it and know when and where and how we are experiencing the resistance so that we can, you know, cut it off and, and get to work, sit down, start, and then sit down and keep 
doing it. Keep showing up every day. And he said, there's this whole concept of an amateur versus a pro. And an amateur is somebody that is going to wait for inspiration. So they're going to wait for the muse to hit them. They're going to wait to get inspiration before they sit down and do their art. Okay. Or, or, or be inspired to, you know, feel, fill in the blank, whatever that is. But if you are a pro, you are sitting down every day even if you're putting out crap, even if you're writing crap, um, even if you're doing videos that nobody watches, even if you are um, recording a podcast that nobody's listening to, whatever the thing is, you are sitting down and you're doing it. You have to keep doing it because that's the only way to get better. Um, and that he shared his story of, and I thought this was a, this was interesting. And after I learned this about him, this book, the way he wrote it and the thing, how he says things totally made sense, but he used to be in the Marines and then he, um, wanted to be a writer. So he wrote, he wrote and he wrote and he wrote and it was 10 years before he ever got paid for a book. And then it was another 10 years after that, before like his bestseller, like put him on the map. And, um, it wasn't this book. It was actually a fiction book. And then he got into fiction writing. And then before he wrote this book, he was, he was again visited by the resistance saying, you're a fiction writer. Who are you to write this nonfiction book? Who would care about this? Right? Ah, so interesting. So I love that he shared some of his story. Cause I was like, yes, I can, I can relate to that. I'm sure you can too. And what I love about that story is that it's not like you sit down two or three times and then it's like, well, it didn't happen for me. It's not working. It's like, no, you're sitting down every day. And he does talk a lot about the need for loving whatever this thing is pulling at you. It's tugging at your heart. This thing that you feel like you got to get out. Um, it keeps rolling around in your head. You, you, you got to love it because you're, you're going to be your own cheerleader most days. You're not going to get the validation that you want most days. You're not going to see the success as soon as you probably expect to or would want to. And you have to keep, you have to be able to keep going. You have to keep sitting down and doing the work. And he says a lot of us are already pros at our day jobs, right? And he, he talks about some of this, like we're already, we're already, um, showing up every day. Um, and I have a list that I was going to read for you. Yeah. We show up every day to a day job. Um, we show up no matter what for the most part. Yeah. Maybe you call in sick, especially right now, the day of like zoom and working from home, you're probably not going to be calling in very much and you stay on the job all day. Like you're probably, (laughs) hopefully if your employer is listening to this, you are definitely working all day straight through. Um, but you, you know, you clock in, you clock out. Um, and you're in it for the long haul. It's not like you're like, oh, I'm just going to work today and like see how it goes. Or I'm going to like show up this week and then see how it goes. It's like, no, for the, for the foreseeable future, like you're going to be clocking in, clocking out week after week, month after month. Um, and then the stakes are, are high. You're doing this work for your survival so that you can eat, so that you can feed your family, so that you can educate your kids to put a roof over your head, right? You're getting paid to do this work. The stakes are high. Um, and you're not really here for fun. You're here for money. And at the same time, 
that you're doing all of this, you're not over identifying with your job. Like some of us maybe have struggled with this. Like I am this role, but for the most part, it's like, no, I have a job to do. This is my title. This, the, this is my job description. I'm going to clock in and clock out, do this job description. I'm not going to overly obsess about like this being my identity. That's what a pro does. Even if it's your, this business is your baby, right? Um, it can't, it cannot, um, define you. And he shared this example of Madonna. Even she says, "Like I am not, I am not Madonna. Um, I am employed by Madonna." Um, so she has, you know, separated herself from the business of Madonna versus her own whatever else she has going on with the rest of her life. Um, and we typically we're going to master a technique in our job. Hopefully, we have some sense of humor about it. Um, and we're going to receive praise and we're also going to receive some blame and all of that needs to be applied to whatever it is, this passion, this purpose, this meaningful thing that we're working about, we're working on needs to be applied the same way. Got to show up like a pro. We are already doing it in certain areas or have done it before and just taking those same concepts and applying it. And this has been really, really eye-opening. The first time I read this, I was like, yep, I am totally being an amateur. Um, even if you're doing something on the side, you can still be a pro about it. And so, you know, this is something that was a huge wake-up call for me in the very, very beginning and something I constantly have to remind myself. Am I being an amateur right now or am I being a pro. I want to be the pro. So I need to have a meeting with myself, right? So it's like sitting down, maybe it's sitting down at the beginning of the week and like, this is what I got to get done. This is what I'm going to be offering. This is what I, how much time I'm going to be writing, whatever the thing you're doing. Um, and then you got to, you know, you evaluate yourself maybe at the end of the week, you know, how'd you do? What needs to change? Um, so he lists several other things about being a pro and how to combat this resistance inside the book that were really, really good. But, you know, just to sum it up, it's basically start and then keep going. Um, and then we already kind of talked about that it's not, it's not a secret. Um, there's no special sauce. There's no hack. It's literally just deciding, deciding that this is the, that you want to be this person. There's, um, a book that maybe you have heard about called Atomic Habits. Oh gosh. And I feel terrible. I'm blanking on the name. Um, and I thought for the longest time, I do not need another book about creating good habits, right? Like I've read all those books. I don't want it. I remember everybody kept saying like, oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. So I finally read it and it was, it was so good. <laughs> and, um, it was so good because it made you do this thing. It wasn't through willpower. Nope. Nope. It wasn't through, um, forcing yourself to, to, to do something differently. It was making a decision to be a completely different person or a person that doesn't have that habit that you're trying to break and instead become a person that has a habit that you want to embody. You are a runner, so you run, right? You are, um, you are a business owner, so you you do what a business owner does. Go ahead and step into that that person and become that person right now, right that instant. Decide to do it. Take on that identity and start doing and being and acting the way that person would. Um, 
And then really he just says to kind of, I guess, close it out is that you don't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be amazing. You know, it took him 10 years to get paid for his first book. I hope it doesn't take you that long to do the thing that, you know, to reach the level of success, whatever you've determined is success. Um, but you know, it may, it may, um, and it may not be, you know, as quickly as you want it to be, but if you love it, keep going and the success really to judge yourself by is not that outside validation but rather the fact that you've sat down every day and you've tried your best for that day right you've done what you could for that day and so you know my question to you that he asked us at the end of this book is like what what do you feel like is growing inside of you what is growing inside of you and I'm sure at least one thing comes to mind the thing that you keep mulling over and when you can't sleep at night or the thing that you're daydreaming about at your day job or um the crazy idea that you maybe want to <laughs> move across the country or you know I I don't know what's inside your head. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm going to guess there is something that is pulling at you. I always love that image of like something tugging, tugging at you. Because it is, it is a tug. Um, just a little tug. It's, it, and you can, you can pay attention to it and, and follow it. Or, you know, it's easy to ignore. It's easy to let that resistance weave its way in and kind of squash that tug or help you ignore that tug so what is it that you feel like is growing inside of you and he said you know is it if you are a writer um I don't know what you know the only way to know is to to do it and so I'll just leave you with this I love to write in books and so whenever I send this book to a client um they'll get the last page one page 165 they'll get some things underlined and highlighted um because this is one of my favorite pages in the whole book um, and he says are you born to be a writer were you put here on earth to be a painter or a scientist or an apostle of peace in the end the question can only be answered by action do it or don't it may help to think of it this way so if you were meant to cure cancer or write a symphony or crack cold fusion um, and you don't do it you not only hurt yourself or even destroy yourself, but you hurt your children, you hurt me, you hurt the planet. The shame the angels who watch over you, you shame the angels that watch over you and you spite the Almighty who created you and only you with your unique gifts for the sole purpose of nudging the human race one millimeter further along its path back to God. So creative work is not selfish. Creative work is not selfish. And it is not a bid for attention. It's a gift to the world and every being in it. Don't cheat us out of your contribution. Give us what you got. Ooh, I always get cold chills. Um, and then I have so many things underlined. <laughs> Give us what you got. Do it or don't. So many good things in there. And I would even say, like, even if you don't feel like you have a symphony or a cure for cancer, that's that's the tug. Maybe it's 
you know, maybe it's just, yeah, maybe the tug right now is running a marathon. You know, I don't know that you need to have the tug for the cure of cancer in this moment, but it's that, that tug that leads you to the next step, that leads you to the next step, that leads you to the next step and continuing to follow and listen and allow to be pulled in those directions to maybe the cure of cancer one day, or, or, or maybe it's just you making somebody's life better, happier, I don't know, in some way, right? It doesn't have to be like this big grandiose thing. And for me, that is something that I am in real time. Um, try, I don't want to say trying to get over, but trying to move through because I do feel like, gosh, if I don't have the cure for cancer inside of me, then like, what is really the purpose of my life? Like, what is the meaning of life? Like, I can't be just, you know, you know, teaching people how to use Instagram. Is this it? Like what, you know, but so it's like changing the way that I, A, look at that. And then like, what if that is it? What if, what if by doing that, um, all these other amazing things happened? What if by writing your blog that maybe 50 people subscribe to, um, somebody reads your blog and changes the course of their life forever? Like, I don't know the, the amazing things that could happen, but I do know the amazing things that are not going to happen if you don't do those things. If you don't, you know, start dating, if you don't start um, the business idea, the, the new job search, apply for the promotion, um, write your first word, the first sentence of your first paragraph of the first chapter of your book, Right? It's, you're definitely not going to publish a book. You're definitely not going to be a public speaker. Um, you're definitely not going to be, you know, fill in the blank if you don't get started. So whether you get the book or not, and I'm going to recommend that you do because it is so good. Um, whether you get the book or not, I hope that something in here was inspiring to you. And I know that you have something that has been pulling at you. So I hope there's something that I said from Stephen's words that moves you to go to combat, (laughs) get get in front of that resistance and stop it. Um, don't let, wait, don't wait till tomorrow. Like what's one single thing you could do this very moment or before the end of the day that moves you one millimeter closer to wherever it is you want to go. Um, I do also want to tell you that if there is something business related before I get off here, um, that you have been thinking about, um, specifically if you're thinking, if you've been thinking about somehow packaging your expertise, your knowledge, your experience to be able to help others. Um, I have done a couple of these one-off, um, I'm calling them power hour sessions and they've been so fun. So I'm officially offering them between now and the end of the year, calling them personal brand Builder Power Hours, where we're going to sit down and either talk about how to get started doing that based on your experience and expertise, what your first offer might look like, um, how to position your message for that first offer or next offer, or maybe you've started on this path, but there's something that has you stuck. Maybe it's your sales strategy. Maybe it's you showing up on live video, maybe it's your content, whatever it might be. If there's one thing that's been blocking you during that hour, we'll figure out how to 
bust through that block and get you on to the next step. And so um, these have been super fun and it will be fun and also productive and just knock it out, right? We're at the end of the year. Um, right now um, is the time to maybe you know, get bust through one of those things. And if you feel like you like my vibe, you like the way that I um, do things, then this might be a great time to get started with that and, and, you know, bust through, have some support, some encouragement, somebody to, to walk through you on this little piece of your journey um, to move through whatever resistance you're facing right now. But either way, with or without me, um, oh, oh my gosh. And that link is in the, um, almost forgot that link is going to be in the show notes. If that is something that you're like, yeah, you know, I might, I might need some help. Like, let me learn more about that. Or if you have questions, you know, um, I'm over on Instagram at sarahlynn.co about the, um, personal brand builder power hours. You can, you can learn more and sign up there. Um, but either way, um, I hope that you take this and, and whether it's with me or not and bust through some of that resistance. And like I said, you're going to have it. It's always going to be there, but taking one little action today that moves you closer to the direction, the person that you want to be. So with that, have an awesome rest of your day, your night, whenever you're listening to this, and I'll see you back here very soon.